Dahlia Mallard had lost her ever-loving mind. But desperate times, desperate measures, blah, blah, all that. She'd already sold plasma twice this week. And while she had gotten a bid on the eBay auction for Great Aunt Agnes's vintage Christmas story leg lamp, she was running out of things to sell. Selling herself might very well be next. And by the looks of him, Mikey would be willing to pay. He looked much more harmless in Billy's weekly Billy Vision YouTube videos than he did in person. Less wolfish, more all talk, less follow through. She twisted her doorknob and suppressed a shudder. This would have been easier if Billy were here too. Aside from the part where he'd struck her mute when she'd run into him and Mikey earlier simply by being Billy Brenton, he was so approachable. Plus, he sort of had connections here in Bliss, indirectly. And Dolly had heard he was good people. And since she'd totally choked during her chance to ask Billy for one teensy little favor when she met him, Mikey needing a place to stay tonight truly was serendipitous. Serendipitous, right. Sheesh. Mikey wasn't serendipitous. He was a giant, vibrating mass of pheromones, oozing masculine power and control, as though he converted oxygen into testosterone instead of carbon dioxide. And he accomplished all that simply by breathing. Tux only knew where her clothes would end up if he spent much time brandishing that deep southern drawl for anything beyond asking where she kept the toilet paper. Or if she thought too long about the haunted look in his eyes when she'd found him out there watching the fire. Haunted and lost, as though he needed to be saved. Nope, she wasn't going there. Had enough of that? Thank you very much. She was only offering him a place to stay in the hopes that he could help her make a miracle. She swung her door open, put on mental blinders to his raw animal magnetism, and let him inside. So this is Parrot, Bad Kitty, Shoo, Shoo. Parrot, her black and orange tortoiseshell rescue cat, took off at a run for the bedrooms leaving the tampon she'd been playing with lying in the middle of the floor. Dahlia would have kicked it under the couch, but she'd sold that last week. And now a green-striped easy chair was the only furniture on the expanse of matted tan carpet in the living room. Plus, her glasses were fogging, and she couldn't exactly see it clearly. Still, she swooped down, located the tampon, and shoved it in her pocket before Dean and Sam her orange tabby and gray tabby, respectively, could dart in from their spots on either side of the chair for their turn with Parrot's toy. Dahlia's glasses slowly cleared, revealing Dean playing with a tennis ball, lying on it and scratching at it with his back feet, which made it look more like the cat was humping the ball than playing with it. Right, she said, turning to force an all good here, smile at Mikey, which was a mistake, because it meant looking up at those haunting gray eyes that were tracking her from beneath the brim of the ball cap, covering his shaved head. Seeing everything. He still hovered in the door, silhouetted in the flash of red lights and the residual glow of the fire across the street. 
Real nice chair you got there, he said. One corner of his mouth tilted up, and Dahlia got the distinct impression she'd just been asked to take her clothes off. It fit, too. Six months ago, she wouldn't have fought temptation. But six months ago, she hadn't yet met Ted, and he hadn't yet borrowed her life savings. Of course, she said. The cats will be happy to share it with you. <laughs>